Hey friends! Horse girls. <sighs> Taylor? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was, was feel sassy. It says eggs. It says eggs and sausage ate. <laughs> That's not the cryptid we're talking about today. We could cover that another time. Okay. God. I'll be quiet. This is ghost emoji. And I'm I'm done. No. I'm already done. I'm sorry I'm being silly. This is Taylor. I'm Becca. And I'm already fed up with Taylor's shit this morning. What do you mean? I've been perfectly well behaved. Have you? Yeah. It's the only way I know. Well, we're not talking about horse girls. No. We are, however, talking about the Kelpie, which is not a horse girl. No. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking about Kelpies, which I actually, I was not super familiar with them. I thought I was, and then when I looked them up, I realized I had them confused with the Hippocamp. So, um... Becca, this was this was her brainchild. Why do you love Kelpie so much? Um, cuz they're real creepy and the idea of anything that lures you in with the false sense of like seeming innocent or beautiful or whatever and then tries to drown you and eat you is um not appealing to me, but like interesting to me if that makes sense. Did you have a horse girl phase? No, I didn't. <laughs> I actually don't really like, like, horses freak me out because they're just big. And I remember hearing a lot of stories about people getting trampled when I was young. And I remember when we went, there was some sort of, like, horseback riding patch or badge or whatever you could get for Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being like, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to pet the horse and I want to feed it sugar cubes and I want to go home. I don't want to ride it. I don't want to be one with the horse and i was like no no i'm okay gotta make sure you keep your hand flat gotta keep your yeah. hand flat when, when they eat it and they like lick it and they slime it mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> yeah did did you go through a horse phase taylor i did like horses but i don't think i was like full-blown horse girl things i was horse girl adjacent that's fair because <laughs> i did ride horses when i was little more ponies i rode ponies because i was a small child I rode a horse one time and it threw me off. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was not up for that. It threw me off. They didn't realize the horse was actually pregnant, but it was so early on, I don't think they realized it. So every time I, like, kind of, like, spurred it to go, it was like, uh, stop kicking me in the baby, and then bucked me. That seems fair. But I had a helmet on my weird-shaped head. Helmet. That's good. Helmet hunt. Hel- helmet hunting? Helmet shopping was... A nightmare, because apparently I have an in-between head, so nothing fit. It's too tight or too loose, and both of those are bad when you're riding a horsey. Yeah, that that makes sense. I also, uh, I feel like the first thing that I felt like I could draw well was a horse head, and so I just drew horse heads on everything. So you were a little <laughs> bit of a horse girl. I did <laughs> I'm have, <just> kidding. <laughs> I, had a, I had a lot of, like, Barbie horses. I had, like, a, a Briar's horse that I think was my mom's when she was a kid. What's a Briar's horse? Is that like a brand? I think so. Maybe it's Bayer. Bri- I think it's Briar. I think of Bayer. I just think of Aspirin. This is my Aspirin horse. 
They're like from the 70s. They were really popular in the 70s and kind of early 80s. And they came in like very standard uh, boxes and they had all the different types of horses and stuff. Did they have like a little like stand? Because I feel like some of mine had like a little hill they would stand on. Uh, Maybe, but most of them were able to like stand on their own. I don't know. It's They were kind of like the size for a Barbie to ride. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty big. I also played a, a good amount of, like, Barbie's horse ranch extravaganza on my grandpa's computer. That's fair. I mean... They were trying to wean me off the Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play something a little softer. <laughs> no! <laughs> you can't make me play Barbies. Oh, there's horses. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. Oh, God. Was I a horse girl? I think you might have been. No! I mean, I don't... I don't want to rewrite your personal history, but... Did you ever go to Camp Misty Meadows? No. Okay. That was a Girl Scout thing, and they had horsies. My Girl Scout troop was full of all of the popular girls, and so, like, all of the friends that I had all were had their in a own different troop. Who could, they could just ride at home. No. <laughs> they were in a different troop, Taylor. <laughs> I get so frustrated when you and Ryan decide to, like, take a page out of my, like, turd booklet. Because I'm just like, what are you doing? What is this? I, I can dish it out, but I cannot take it. The troll becomes the trolled. Yeah. This is what I get for being a little shit all the time. Aw. Sorry, Ducky. Whoops. Whoops-a-doodle. <laughs> Whoops-a-doodle. <sighs> well, that's the end of my horse tangent. So anyways, back to Kelpies. We're going to talk about Kelpies today. If you aren't aware of what they are, <laughs> they are not a medium-sized Australian sheepdog, Taylor. They are... <laughs> when I typed in Kelpie, uh, it was either pictures of, like, demon horses or the cute little Australian sheepdog, which is about 31 to 44 pounds and full-grown and uh, 15 to 20 inches tall. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> those definitely will not try to drown you and eat you no they'll they'll be good companions man's best friend yes so kelpies are a part of scottish folklore they are a shape-shifting water spirit that lives in the rivers and lakes of scotland and sometimes locks i think they prefer rapid moving water and are repelled by puddles or tepid still water the origin of the belief in malevolent water horses has been proposed as originating in human sacrifice, sacrifices once made to appease gods uh, associated with water. But the narratives about Kelpies also served a practical purpose in keeping children away from dangerous stretches of water and warning young women to be wary of handsome strangers. Um, Kelpies are also particularly active on Sundays, targeting people who probably should have been at church. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get the sinners and and children and young girls who are looking for a, a hot young boy. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a lake and a lock? I thought they were the same because I'm ignorant. I actually do not know. Let me look that up real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lock is the Irish Scottish Gaelic and Scots word for a lake or for a sea inlet. Um... Okay, so maybe it's just kind of like a like a like a small bay or something like yeah. that, or a lake, mm-hmm. or salt watery, like a, an old word. So they're not totally sure, but they think that it's probably derived from the Gaelic 
Kalpa or Kalapeach, which means heifer or colt. Since, mm-hmm. I don't know if we've gotten to this yet, and you might have an idea on account of all the horse talk, but usually Kelpies appear as a, like a large horse. Yeah. So the whole heifer or colt thing. They're also able to adopt human forms, though. And, yes. Uh, often, like, I think there's only a few legends where they appear as a, like, a female woman. Uh, normally, they appear as a young man or a, like, an occasionally an old woman, but mostly a horse. Mm-hmm. A horse with wet hooves. I read that sometimes the hooves were backwards. That, too. Yeah. Nasty. Gross. Something about stuff just being backwards. I know there's a certain kind of demon that has, like, they look like normal hands, but then they're backwards. Which you feel like probably wouldn't be too creepy until you go to, like, shake their hand. And they're like, whoops-a-doodle. My hand's backwards. I'm a demon. Surprise. Which probably was really unfortunate for anyone who was born with that sort of, like... With, like, malformed hands? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I imagine people are like, you're a demon. And they're like, no, I just, my hands are are either on the wrong side or they're backwards. Like, I was born with, I don't know what to tell you. Gotta love old, old shitty people. So there are parallels to the general Germanic neck and the Scandinavian Bacahost that have been observed with Kelpies. Um, and the Kelpie of Scottish folklore is a direct parallel to the Bagahastan of Scandinavian folklore. Um, so are those also horses? I think so, yeah. My guess is they're either like large mammals that shapeshift. I didn't really look into that because I was like, eh, we'll just, <laughs> there's a parallel. But there's hypothesis that the Kelpie myth might have originated with the water spouts that can form over the surface of Scottish locks, giving the impression of a living form as they move across the water. I read that about water bulls. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they were talking about, well, I guess we'll get to that later, but I guess that could be true for any of them. But they were like, we think water bulls are just based on water spouts that just because of the shadows and stuff just look like a bull or some kind of like four-legged animal running around on the water. Um, It's usually a like, it's described as like a powerful, large, beautiful black horse um, although it has been also said to be a white horse or a golden as well, it's just, I think predominantly it's usually a black horse. Um, they said sometimes it could have a mane of serpents. And I don't know if that's like, it's kind of like surprise gotcha. Cause I feel like if you saw a horse that had snakes for a mane, you would be like, Hmm, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I read a lot of stuff where, um, if you saw like, uh, sea kelp or or like seaweed in their hair it was supposed to be like a it was supposed to tip you off yeah when they're in human form oh when they're in human form okay mm-hmm. i thought i'd read it in horse form as well but i mean i wouldn't be surprised not. maybe they just keep their same hair and they're just like i can't just grow hair okay i'm a magical <laughs> evil horse but when i turn into my human form i just can't get new hair all the time i'm not made of hair i'm made of kelp so I'm a Kelpie. That's not true. <laughs> but um, let's see. Yeah, the hooves are sometimes reversed. Uh, I also read that sometimes the uh, when they were in human form, that they were supposed to maybe keep their hooves, which is kind of how they got that association with Satan. Yeah. Because of the whole hooved thing. 
But this one, like, there's a lot of variation. So sometimes they're just regular old people with some dirty hair. Sometimes they got weird feet. <laughs> dirty hair and weird feet. Fun. Their main, uh, their main MO is Kelpies, like, will kind of, like, entice you to get on their back. And then they ride off into the water with you and either drown you or they would eat you. And it seemed like it was very popular for them to throw your entrails on the water's edge, which is yep. rude. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, come on. That's the best part. Oh, <laughs> sick. So, but I guess, like, they could just drown you. But sometimes when they wanted to make it extra yucky, they would they'd throw your, your bits out on the, on the side. There was, like, a, I guess the most common, like, folktale that I saw about it um, was about a Kelpie that tried to steal away ten children, and it could actually, like, extend the length of its back so it could carry more kids. And so it has nine of them up on its back. And then the tenth one, it's petting the horse, and the Kelpie's skin actually becomes kind of like a sticky adhesive, and his hand becomes, like, stuck to him. And a bunch of the stories, the only way he can escape is actually cutting off his fingers, which is rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so he gets out, but it's said that the other nine children were ridden into or rode on the horse. I guess rode is not the right term because they were probably stuck to him at that point. But he takes them into the river or lake and they are drowned. A lot of the stories they were like, well, in some of them it says that they found the innards of one, and in another one it just says they never saw him again. I'm like, both are bad. Um, yeah, neither really say, like, anything good <laughs> happened. And then one of them kind of, like, spiced it up a little bit by being like, well, the boy who survived had a Bible in his pocket. And that's why he lives. <laughs> I love it. And I'm like, uh, oh, okay. Okay. And in that one, uh, apparently that story, some people call it, say that one was a water horse rather than a Kelpie, which confused yeah. me because I thought a water horse was a Kelpie, but apparently it's like a class, like water horses include like hippocamps. Oh gosh, what's it called? There's one called like an Ek Ushkia, which is pretty much a Kelpie, except they're supposed to be more vicious, which I think is weird considering Kelpies like drown and eat you. <laughs> yeah, I... I mean, that's pretty intense, I feel. <laughs> Can't get much worse than that, but... So, if we're mixing these up, and you are, like, staunchly water horses, not Kelpie team, we're so sorry. We kind of feel like they're all in the same camp. Yeah. I thought the interesting part of when I was doing, the like, my mild research on Kelpies um, was the fact that I came across this map that someone had made... Um, that is basically it shows all of the different like variations of stories because I feel like it's such a common myth in Scotland that apparently each little town or area has like their own version of the myth. Like, like there was one where you'd click on it and they'd be like, legend has it that a Kelpie built this bridge because apparently Kelpies are also like, if you can catch them and, and not tame them, but like still their bridle. Yeah, if you steal their bridle, you can basically, like, catch them and make them build things for you. Because apparently they're excellent builders. They're very strong. 
So it's not yes. even so much that they're building it, but, like, you can use them to haul all of, like, this heavy rock and stuff like that. But the whole time, they're, like, grouching and being really angry. And a lot of the stories I read about that, if you didn't kill the Kelpie after, like, if you let it go, the Kelpie would usually, like, curse you or try to kill you. Which, kind of, kind of obvious to me, if you yeah. make someone do, like, manual slave labor for several years, and then you're like, all right, here's your bridal back, see you later. You think he's gonna yeah. be like, all right, thanks for the bridal. Bye. See you later. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna eat all of your kids. <laughs> and then I'm gonna eat you. You made a good point earlier, though. They're usually, when they appear as people, it's usually as, like, a handsome man, or um, some of them, it would be, like, an old man, almost kind of, like, Bigfoot-esque. Like, I'd seen them described as kind of, like, hairy and ape-like, which... Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting because some of this Kelpie stuff kind of starts to turn into, like, other cryptids. And I wonder if that's why there aren't as many stories about Kelpie sightings in, like, modern days. Because people are like, well, I didn't see a Kelpie. I saw, like, a weird hairy dude. And you're like, no, but that could be a Kelpie in human form. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the Loch Ness Monster and stuff like that. Those kind of, like, water horse type monsters. That are supposed to, you know, have kind of, like, a long, like, serpentine tail. Because I didn't find, like, anything real explicit about that with Kelpies. But it did, uh... I saw some, like, short videos and, like, illustrated shorts about folktales and stuff. And a lot of times it would appear as a horse, but then when it was in the water, it almost looks kind of like a water dragon kind of thing. Which then makes me think about, like, Nessie and all of those. So... Yeah, Loch Ness is apparently, like, tied to Kelpie myth, mm-hmm. which doesn't totally make sense to me, considering the way I've always seen Kelp, like, Loch Ness represented doesn't look like a Kelpie, but, you know. That's why I'm wondering if it's just kind of, like, transformed over time. Probably. Because, have you ever, I haven't watched it, but when I was looking it up, it kept popping up. I guess, like, a few years ago, there was a movie called Water Horse that's about, like, how the Loch Ness Monster got there. It's like a little lonely boy finds an egg and a Nessie pops out. Yeah, unless it unless it kills him, honestly. Like, that, I'm not up for, like, heartwarming cryptid movies. Like, Yeah, that was a real, like, kind of downer part of the movie when it was very heartwarming. And then at the end, he eats the boy. He does? I haven't seen it. I don't know. I was like, oh, man, interest <laughs> peaked. <laughs> you have to watch it to find out. Uh, I'm the worst. I'm sorry. There's probably a 100% chance he does not eat the kid. Yeah. It probably ends with one of those where he's like throwing a rock being like, get out of here. I don't want you anymore. It's like, whatever a water horse sounds like. (laughs) But yeah, about the whole like showing up as a dude, like there's like one or two paintings of them appearing as like a woman and like being very seductive or whatever. But That's not, I wouldn't say not accurate because none of this is real, but, (laughs) but I feel like, I, I've, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like 99% sure. No, Uh I read that story on nonfiction Reddit. I'm convinced it's real. (laughs) I'm here to tell you Kelpies are real. Stay away from the water. Don't go in if you see a horse. Uh, sure yeah don't go in the water but 
I don't know, but some of these humans, because, like, you know, the, sometimes they look like a dude, but then other ones, like, uh, one of the tales is about a tall woman dressed in green with a withered, meager countenance ever distorted by a malignant scowl. That's so many, like, <laughs> adjectives. I know. Um, <laughs> but it says she overpowered and drowned a man and boy after she jumped out of a stream. So she didn't even mess with the horse stuff. She just jumped straight into it. Um, there's also one about a Kelpie adopting the guise of a wizened old man who's continually muttering to himself while sitting on a bridge stitching a pair of trousers. And I've seen this one actually a couple times, this trouser dude, where in one of them it says that someone like passing by was like, I think that's a Kelpie and hit him on the back of the head. And then he turned back into a horse and scampered away. And I'm just like... How sure do you have to be when you see kind of like a scruffy dude fixing his pants and you're like, I think you're a Kelpie. I'm going to hit you. What if it's just a dude? Yeah, that would be really (laughs) rude. I feel like you're better off just like, I think that might be a Kelpie. I think I'll go a different way. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. We don't need to bop him over the head to like, he's not messing with you. He's just fixing his pants. Let him do his little horsey business. I just want to know, like, where did he learn to to mend with his hooves? From a brownie. <laughs> What's a brownie? Like a Girl Scout? No. There's, oh man, that's another, like, weird, I'm pretty sure it's Celtic myth. A brownie is, like, it's kind of like a fairy, but not. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> or it could just be a, a helpful Girl Scout getting her, her mending patch. With- <laughs> that (laughs) let's go with that that's what it is yes he learned it from the brownie girl scouts Uh, and then he ate all of them and then (laughs) then he ate all of them don't taste like brownies to me no no let's see Uh, other accounts describe the kelpie when appearing in human form as a rough shaggy man who leaps behind a solitary rider gripping and crushing him or tearing apart and devouring humans so that kind of, like, to me, was sort of, like, Yeti Bigfoot-esque. Scraggy yeah. Man crushes you? Like, just squeezes you to death? Like, what is that? Nasty. But I liked this next story about uh, about a handsome, handsome Kelpie. Sort of, sort of a happy ending. Sort of. Sort of. It's a folktale from Bara, and it tells the tale of the lonely Kelpie. Um, who transforms himself into a handsome young man to woo a pretty young girl uh, that it was determined to take for its wife. But the girl recognizes the young man as a Kelpie and removes his silver necklace, which is, I guess, his bridal, while he sleeps. And so the Kelpie immediately reverts to its uh, horse form, and the girl takes it home to her father's farm, where it's put to work for a year. And then at the end of the year, the girl rides the Kelpie to consult a wise man who tells her to return the silver necklace. Um, and then once again, transformed in the handsome young man she'd first met, the wise man asks the Kelpie whether if given the choice, it would choose to be a Kelpie or a mortal. And the Kelpie in turn asks the girl whether if he were a man, she would agree to be his wife. She confirms that she would, after which the Kelpie chooses to be a mortal man and the pair are married. And then Taylor put in parentheses, horse girl. <laughs> yes. I just A horse girl wrote this story. Uh, I just am imagining like like an old kind of like romance novel cover, but it's like a Kelpie and a lady. Can you imagine? This what's weird is this actually sounds like an opposite gender swapped like version of Selkies, because Selkies are 
Seal girls. Seal girls, yes. <laughs> and men will steal their seal skin and that's how they get them to like be their wives or whatever and then but if the girl gets their seal skin back they normally just flee to the ocean <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so funny to me like the idea of like i finally got it back i'm out of here fuck this <laughs> i have so many trains of thoughts and i think of seal girls i just think of like poplio oh no i know don't don't do that to poplio i don't like poplio i love poplio you're gonna be my seal wife poplio or or no! <laughs> Stop! I guess he doesn't even it. say that. He'd be like, Poplio? Poplio. Ryan looked up um, stuff on the Kelpies and he was like, man, so Selkies, he's like, there's like a lot of animal brides in mythology. Yeah, it made me think like, of like crane wives. Yeah. And there's like a, a bunch of different versions and he was like, it's a little weird. Do you think it's just, like, old tales of, like, bestiality? And they're like, let's make this nicer. It was a lady. She used to be a seal, but now she a lady. Either that or, like, furries have always been here. <laughs> you know that's true. Furries have always been here. They have. But this is confirmation. I just really want that that cover. He's got, like, like I a, mean, there, a little bit of, like, There are romance novels. About Kelpies? With, not about Kelpies, but about, like, horse men oh yeah there's that like horse boyfriend dating sim where it's just like a horse that has a man's face on it yep mm, man what a time to be alive <laughs> <laughs> this is how i know i'm not actually a horse girl though because i read this and i'm just like no thank you no 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 <sighs> I'm, I'm perfectly okay I just like Kelpies because they're scary. I don't like Kelpies because I want to secretly marry one. <laughs> well, no, because I, I like them because they're just not that complicated. It's a scary horse, no. and if you get on its back, it will carry you into the water and drown you and possibly eat you. Yes, it's very, it's it's elegant in its simplicity. Yeah. And that's what I like. Well, especially, I don't know, I mean, like, you see, like, a weird stranger by the water or something. It is very helpful for, like, keeping kids from, like, wandering in and being like, I can't swim. But maybe I can. Oops, yep. maybe I should have gone to church. Yep. <laughs> kind of thing. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, I saw a weird, like, snake monster or a lizard man or an ape person or something. It's like, it's just a horse, which is something, you know, you might see, like, in the woods wandering by the water and be like, oh, I better stay away. Also, keep you away from strange horses. Maybe it'll bite you. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know... What's the word? Trample you? Or trample you. I know you have a great fear of being trampled. They're just real big. I don't like it. <laughs> when you said that you heard a lot of stories about people being trampled, like, do you have, like, people in your life who have been trampled? Or was it, like, urban myths about people being trampled? Um, I remember when I wanted to, like, go to that horseback riding thing. At first I was like, oh, this sounds fun. And my mom was like, well, you have to be really careful because I got thrown off of a horse. And then she told, like, stories about other like family members that got thrown off of a horse and then she had like a story about i think a classmate that broke their back and then she told me about christopher reed and then basically she just equipped me to be completely terrified of horses for the next rest of my life i was picturing like an actual urban myth where like you go into a like a bathroom and close the door and you have a candle or like a carrot and you just go like horse 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 (laughs) And then a horse appears and it tramples you. 
No, every every horrible story I've ever heard is normally my mom trying to keep me from doing something dangerous. Basically, she made her own like, urban like legends Grimm and fairy folklore. Tales, yes. But it's just mom's mom's Grimm's fairy tales. I mean, she also convinced us that like if we answered the door without her there, like it was probably either the boogeyman or uh, she convinced Caitlin that she had one of those eye books from Hocus Pocus and that when she did bad things, the eye would open. Mm. Basically, she terrorized us to keep us in line, which, I mean, worked. We were very good children. Well, I was. What happens if you cross the street without holding hands? Uh, You die. Mm. You just die. Mm. Mm -hmm. You just drop dead. (laughs) It's not, you don't even get hit by a car or anything. No, you don't get hit by a car. You just die. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Whatever, we're alive, so I guess it's fine. See, the next little bit is about kind of what we were talking before about like them being strong and people trying to like harness their their horsepower. <laughs> their horsepower. <laughs> you know. Horsepower. Oh, horsepower. Get it? <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. I know. I didn't it wasn't on purpose. I I was, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, when a her- uh, when a horsey, when a kelpie appears in its equine persona without any tack, it could be captured using a halter stamped with the sign of a cross, and its strength could be harnessed in tasks such as transportation of heavy millstones. One folktale describes how the Laird of Morphy captured a selkie and used it to carry stones to build his castle. Which, Excuse you, Kelpie. What'd I say? Selkie. Oh no, he captured a Kelpie to use it to carry stones to build his castle. Which, by the way, I've read like a bunch of different versions of this one, and in almost all of them, the wife is like, please don't do this. This is like a super duper bad idea. And he's like, shh, eat this carrot out of my hand. Everything will be fine. He just, he makes bad ideas all the time. Real dumb. But he keeps going with it because he can, you know, he's like, I got this Kelpie and it can carry all my stuff and it's great. And then once the work was completed, uh, the Laird released the Kelpie, which was evidently unhappy about its treatment. thought that was a very small way to put that. (laughs) Um, And it actually, it issued a curse before like slithering off into the lake or whatever that it came from. And I'm glad that they provided a, I guess, like, what happens, because I don't understand the curse. Because I don't know if it's, like, old Gaelic or what, but it just says, Sarah back and Sarah Baines, driving the Laird or Morphe's stains. The Laird or Morphe will never thrive as Lang's the Kelpie is alive. So basically, as long as the Kelpie is alive, this guy's, like, line will never, never prosper. And so his wife died not too long after the um, castle was done being built, his son died, and his remaining daughter just kept having uh, children that were born with, like, deformities who didn't survive, like, to childhood. That's so sad. All because of his being a dick. Yeah, say so just because of him. They didn't do anything. Except be like, hey, this is a bad idea. Oh, did you like my, my note at the end of the next paragraph? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm going to read this as God intended, how Taylor typed it. Some Kelpies were said to be equipped with a bridle and sometimes a saddle and appeared invitingly ready to ride. But if mounted, they would run off and drown their riders. If the Kelpie was already wearing a bridle, exorcism might be achieved by removing it. 
a bridle taken from a Kelpie, was endowed with magical properties, and if brandished towards someone, was able to transform that person into a horse or pony. Nice. (laughs) Just as a cinematic werewolves, a Kelpie can be killed by being shot with a silver bullet, after which it is seen to... Tink to consist of nothing more than turf and a soft mass like jellyfish, according to an account published by Spence. Uh, when a blacksmith's family were being frightened by the repeated appearances of a water kelpie at their summer cottage, the blacksmith managed to render it into a heap of starch or something like it by penetrating the spirit's flanks with two sharp iron spears that had been heated in a fire. And I feel like that... There was all sorts of different stuff, because there was another thing that said they could be killed, but it was only by cold iron. Yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, this is different. I guess it's just each, like I said, like, each story kind of varies in how and what happens. Like, I mean, the fact that there's apparently a lonely Kelpie that wanted to get married yeah, instead who, of eating children. Who introduced him to, like, the concept of marriage? I don't know. I It's like... Some One day he was just like, man, you know what? Is there more to life than luring children onto my back and then eating them while I drown them? There's got to be something more. He's been reading a lot of, like, shoujo comics. He watched Beauty and the Beast and he was like, oh my god, I'm Belle. That's me. <laughs> Wait, is he Belle or is he the Beast? Well, I guess she did put him to work. Yep. Which I also thought was kind of, like, he was still down to get married after she's like i'm gonna steal your necklace and i'm gonna make you work for a year he was like yes i guess it worked better than this other guy the laird of morphe maybe that was his fetish Oof. you're welcome for taking it there no whatever it's fine i mean he's a horse person so the whole thing just smacks of horse girl <laughs> <sighs> oh the next part is just about a, uh, I guess, kind of explaining, like, when you steal the bridle and how it can be used and have, like, supernatural powers. Uh, the early 19th century Kelpie that haunted the woods and shores off of Loch Ness was tacked up with its own saddle and bridle. Uh, Fable attached to the notoriously nasty creature said that the Highlander James McGregor, McGregor? McGregor. Uh, taking it by surprise and cutting off the bridle, the source of its power and life, without which it would die within 24 hours. As the Kelpie had the power of speech, it attempted unsuccessfully to bargain with McGregor for the return of the bridle. After following McGregor to his home, the Kelpie asserted that McGregor would be unable to enter his house while in possession of the bridle because of the presence of a cross above the entrance door. But McGregor outwitted the creature by tossing the bridle through a window, and so the Kelpie accepted its fate and left, cursing and swearing. The myth is perpetuated with further tales of the bridle as it is passed down through the family and referred to as Willock's Ball and Bridle. It has magical powers of healing. A spell was made by placing the items in water while chanting in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And then that water could then be used to cure all sorts of illnesses. Tight. But could it turn you into a horse or pony? That's the real question. (laughs) Can it turn me into a horse? Or a pony. Or a pony. I think I would be a pony. I'm too short to be a horse. I do too. Well, not that. You just have like a pony energy about you. I think that's true. (laughs) I think that's a good, that's a good point. You're like my own little human, I almost said little Nemo. What's that horse everyone loves so much in Parks and Rec? Little Sebastian. 
Oh, he's a good boy. You're like my very own little Sebastian. Thanks. Nobody knows what's so great about me, but <laughs> people like me. Everyone I don't loves, know. Except for Ben. So, <laughs> except for Ben. I don't get it. Just doesn't get it. <laughs> but he pretends to, which I appreciate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, because so nobody like goes after him in a mob. That's true. That's true. So we've gotten to the point where we have some miscellaneous facts about Kelpies. Um, Kelpies can also use their magical powers to summon up a flood in order to sweep a traveler away to their watery grave. Mm-hmm. Which could just be flash floods. and That also. You know, mm-hmm. trying to find uh, a way to explain it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, the sound of a Kelpie's tail entering the water is said to resemble that of thunder. Could be thunder. Also that. Um, if you are passing by a river and hear an unearthly wailing or howling, take care. It could be a Kelpie warning of an approaching storm. Which, you know, is kind of nice, I guess, since they're normally just eating people. And in this one, it's like, watch out. It's gonna rain later. <laughs> Lord. Um, there are Kelpies who steal children, but also Kelpies who steal husbands and wives together, or fishermen, or masons to build their chimneys. Which I didn't quite understand. I was like, wait, do Kelpies have houses? Yeah, I was like, do they, like, have, like, underwater... Underwater houses? I don't know. How would a chimney work for underwater? I was like, do you light fire? They got Kelpie fire. Kelpie fire. I don't know. Maybe they actually, like, you know, live in houses when they're in their people form. I don't know. But that one made me think of one of the stories you found about the Mm -hmm. husband and wife thing that did not get stolen together. No, they did not. (laughs) Some Kelpies can be driven off or defeated by cold iron. And Kelpies are excellent builders. If you capture them and control them with a magical bridle, which by stealing their bridle, uh, they will build mills, bridges, manses, and churches. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Kelpies are keen on devouring groups of children all at once, and the horse's back can grow longer and longer to fit all of the children on. How do they, yeah. like, keep the children in place? Well, they're they're sticky. It's that whole, like, they become, uh, once you touch them, they become, like, adhesive. And that's why they get stuck on their backs, and they can't get off. I was wondering if he's, like... I don't know, they, like, absorb the children, like, in through the back and then just, like, spit out the bones. That would be really frightening. Or if, like, what if his, like, horse neck just, like, bends back and he just chomp, 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 chomp. Ugh. Nasty. Okay. So, do we want to do recent evidence and then, or do, I guess we should do recent sightings and then evidence and then stats? Yeah, well, I liked that just because this was on, like, a weird, almost kind of, like, cryptid pokemon type website and i just like that the stats stats are pretty much blank because we don't have any information because they're not real how do we not know their diet they eat children like what (laughs) i don't know the stats classification water horse size large horse weight unknown diet children they say unknown but it's children location children movement swimming and walking environment Turbulent areas of locks and rivers. And that's it. That's what's on their Pokemon card. Yep. Cool moves. Chomp. Cool moves. Sticky back. <laughs> Residue. Residue. 
But yeah, everything I could find about... Becca actually found a thing, but I just couldn't really find anything about, like, modern reports. It seemed like it was all just strictly folklore and anything that could be attributed to Kelpies just turned into more, like, dinosaur-like monsters because sometimes, not Kelpies, but just water horses in general are described as, like, horse top and then kind of, like, a long snake body kind of thing. Yeah. So that makes me think of Loch Ness. And so we just don't really see a lot of people who actually think they've seen a Kelpie, like a scary horse, because mm-hmm. it's not real. Nope. So some local Kelpie legends from uh, Scotland, and I found these all on a uh, website that is, well, we'll provide a link, but uh, it was Scotland's local Kelpie myth map by Floris Books. Um so the first one that I like tagged was uh, Rasay or R A A S A Y, um, Lochnamina, N A space M N A, is on a wee island to the east of Skye, and it was the home of a Kelpie who ate a local girl. The girl's father set a trap for the Kelpie by luring it with the scent of roasting sheep and managed to kill it with hot iron. This is one of the few Kelpie legends in which the Kelpie is killed rather than just driven off. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, Kelpie's Lock, which, I mean, when you name it that, you know you're going to get Kelpie's. Yeah. So, let's just be real for a second. Yeah. Uh, local legend surrounding this lock near Ord tells of a young married couple who were pursued by a Kelpie. The woman couldn't run as fast as the man due to her long skirts, so she was caught and carried off as her husband saved his own skin. What a dick. Rude. Maybe he thought she was still, like, right behind him. I doubt that. Yeah, he is probably just just scared cat. Um, these next two, one is at River Ugi, uh, or Uji, I don't know, U G I E, um, and a kelpie is responsible for building the bridge that crosses this river at uh Inverugi, according to a local legend. And then in Marnock, um, a kelpie was responsible for building the mill here. So, building stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, the Shiel Mill Bridge, I don't know if it's Shiel Mill or Shiel Mill, it's S-H-E-I-L-M-I-L-L. Uh, long ago, a man was crossing the river using the bridge near Forfar when the horse he was riding started to lure, turn into a monstrous Kelpie. Did they do like a bait and switch? Did he just, had he always had a Kelpie? I don't know, I guess. Oof. Uh, the man leapt off the horse as quickly as he could and swam to shore. The angry Kelpie, deprived of his prey, threw a rock at the escaping man. So petty. The rock missed, but the Kelpie's hoofprint on the rock is still visible to this day. Spooky. How did it get there? How did it throw a rock? It's got hooves. It burnt it into the rock. Just picked it up with its two its two hooves. I just imagine mm-hmm. like the dude standing on the shore and the Kelpie like in the river, like trying to grab a rock and it drops it a couple times. <laughs> and the guy on the shore is like, no, no, here, no. Just grab it like this. He's like, like this? Like, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's how it went down in my brain. <laughs> that's, I mean, that seems accurate. 
Um, and the last one is Glen Ogle. Uh, the local Kelpie legend of Glen Ogle tells of a beautiful white horse by a dark lock. The little boys playing by the lock were amazed when the horse grew longer and longer so they could all sit on its back. And then the horse and the boys vanished into the dark water. So a lot of these stories are very similar and stuff, but it's just interesting because each little, like, area has their own, like, Kelpie legend, which I think is really cool. Mm -hmm. But, hmm. Cool, except people are dead. Well, you know, (laughs) they died a long time ago. It's whatever. I just, it's another one of those things, like, where little kids, I'm just blown away by the fact that they could see a horse that just gets longer and they're not like... Oh, no. Oh, no. I should get out of here and send me like, this is awesome. I I get first first ride. I mean, I think kids today would be like, that's possessed. But kids back then were like, I've never brushed my teeth. Where's... We, we use bark to brush our teeth. We... I've never showered. Also, uh, I, I don't know. Like, just not... They're... They're like farmers and... I blame the medieval school system. Yes. They're not... They're not doing a whole lot of, like, critical thinking. If only they had, like, an after-school program. Like, you know, kind of like D.A.R.E., but for cryptids. Care. Oh, perfect. (laughs) You see a seal girl? Just say no. Just say no. I know you want her to be your wife. (laughs) Just say no! Ugh. That's just sick. You need like better speed dating or something. People trying to marry seals and Kelpies trying to marry people. You'd think they'd have enough within their own like cryptid dating pool, but I guess not. Well, I don't know because that was one thing I tried to find because I know we kind of skipped over it because there wasn't a whole lot. But the only one I could find any information on like how they propagate was water bowls. Because water bowls will actually make new water bowls with an actual cow, just a regular cow. I read that about uh, water horses, too. Or not water horses, uh, kelpies, that they would they would um, reproduce with, like, a cow or a steer. And I was like, why not a horse? Yeah, I didn't but understand okay. that. I kept trying to find, I was like, how did they make more? Because then in the water horse movie, it's an egg. So do they lay eggs? Where egg come from? What kind of sex education is this? I just... What came first, the Kelpie or the egg? I don't know. Nobody knows. Satan plus egg equal Kelpie. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to know how they make more. If they just just pop out of the water or Maybe that's why we haven't what. seen any. <laughs> they're, they're all extinct. So sad. <laughs> Gosh. But, so yeah. So I couldn't find anything on, on that. And I was very interested and... And I just want to know what kind of search terms, what kind of, you know, search engine optimization do we have to do for Kelpies so I can find out how we make more Kelpies? These are the questions that matter, mm-hmm. honestly. I want my own Jurassic Park of Kelpies. Ugh. That seems somehow much worse than Jurassic Park. I'm, like I'm going to find a mosquito from from Scotland trapped in amber. And I'm either going to grow a Nessie or I'm going to grow a Kelpie. Let's hope you grow Nessie and not a Kelpie, just for your own safety. I want a Kelpie. There. Mm. I want a Kelpie. Um, okay, horse girl. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Um. 
Becca used her internet sleuth skills to find a a nonfiction encounter. Yeah, these people think it was a, a selkie, and I was like, this is not a selkie. Y'all are stupid. Okay, so I found this. It's a supposedly nonfiction modern encounter from reddit.com slash r the truth is here. It's a database for nonfiction encounters with the unknown from a personal source. So their whole thing is literally like don't make up shit here. Like if you want to make up shit, go to creepypasta or or you know a different subreddit. Don't come here. The personal source is in italics so you know it's real. Yeah, they're serious. I don't know. This is probably not true, but they were miss they were miss like guessing what it could be. So part of me says this might be real because people are stupid. So this is by uh this is a story by Snogbox and he posted it or she posted it 2 years ago. Okay. I have a super vivid memory from when I was really young, like 6 to 8. I lived on Long Island and my parents took me and my little brother to the beach all the time. I grew up around oceans and water, so my parents trusted me to run around the shore without too much supervision as long as I didn't swim where I couldn't touch the bottom. Uh, I remember I was collecting shells and rocks on the bay while my mom was feeding my little brother, and I climbed around these huge brown rocks that were halfway in the water. There was a boy who looked a little older than me sitting in the middle of the rocks. I didn't really think it was weird because I was like seven, and I just asked him, asked him what he was doing. He didn't say anything, but he smiled and picked up a few shells from the water and put them in my bucket. Uh, When he came more into the light, he looked super pale, almost light blue, and his hair looked like green, clumpy seaweed. Uh, His eyes were huge and black, but I was taught it's rude to comment on what people look like, so I didn't say anything. I just hopped off the rocks into the shallow water, but he followed me. He said something to me, but it wasn't in English, and he just kept going into the deeper water and bringing me cool shells. Uh, my mom called for me to leave, and I said bye to the kid and thanks for the shells and walked up to the shore to my mom. I told her about the boy, but she said she didn't see anyone even though she was watching me. I don't know. I did have a pretty active imagination as a kid, but I remember this so vividly. I'm really into mythology now as an adult, and I can't help but think that maybe he was some sort of water fairy or mer person or something. Maybe just a weird boy who was good at swimming and needed a hairbrush. Uh, my mom not seeing him could mean I imagined him or that the whole thing about fairies only letting children see them. Um, and so a lot of the comments suggested it was a selkie, but I mean, selkies, one, aren't known for luring people to their death or trying to get them into the water. And they're also like, they normally look like seals. Like, that's what they look like. Mm -hmm. And I thought it might be a Kelpie, like trying to appear as a small male child, trying to lure another child into deep waters. Cause I don't know why not, but. It could be anything, honestly, and it also could just be this kid had a wild imagination. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that it was in uh, it was in the states. Yeah, that too. Instead of in in Scotland, but I don't know. Maybe they're coming stateside and they're like, let's play a new game. We're kids now. No more handsome yep. dudes. Let's just be babies because babies are dumb. Give them some yep. shells and then eat them. Yep. <laughs> That's the M.O. Although I was kind of, I feel like on the other stories, usually when they drag people into the water, they're in horse form. Yeah. So I was kind of like, if he's, I mean, maybe it was one of those lonely Kelpies. Maybe. He just wanted a friend. Check out these sweet shells. (laughs) You want to hang out forever? I like that they suggested you needed a hairbrush. And I was like, dude, if your hair is seaweed, like, a hairbrush isn't going to do anything. 
You're just going to have shredded seaweed. <laughs> this is my new hairdo. <laughs> It's just shredded. I'm into that seaweed hair. I want that. I want like mm. dark green hair. I want to look like a swamp person. I want dark green hair too. And I thought about it for a long time. And then I was like, but what would that look like? I realized that like I'd have to color my eyebrows in really dark for it to look right. And I was like, I don't think it would look right on me. It would look good. It would look good on you because you have dark eyebrows and dark eyelashes. Hell yeah, but I, I think it would look weird on me. You could just kind of do that look like where, like, make your eyebrows even lighter. Just get rid of them. No, no, <laughs> no. Then I will look like a little pink egg with green hair. I love eggs. I'll look like a little alien. I love aliens. Yeah, but I don't think everyone would love it. Someone would see you and then they would go onto this board and be like, I think I just saw an alien <laughs> person <laughs> at Trader Joe's. She was cursing about them not having vegan orange chicken morsels. <laughs> she's, she's really pissed. <laughs> I got away because I was scared. I thought she would abduct me and turn me into orange chicken morsels. <laughs> that's my, I'm a cryptid and that's what I do. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Anyways, that's pretty much all we have on Kelpies, right? Yeah, that's all I could really find. Most of the stuff that would pop up, like you said, it's all really similar. Like, which I guess is kind of nice. It's consistent. Yep. I mean, it makes it easy to, like, talk about Mm because there's not a whole lot of variation. Yeah. And they're not real. (sighs) Yeah, they're not real. (laughs) This is one of those, like, it's interesting to learn about, but I'm not really worried about it. Like, if I see a horse out in the wild, I'm just going to be more worried about, like, you know, it biting me and me getting, like, horse flu than it turning into, like, a, you know, horse demon and drowning me. See, that's your first mistake. That's what all of these children and husbands and wives, thats that was their mistake. They were like, it's just going to bite me, if anything. And then the horse was like, okay, well, look, I'm super sweet. You want to get on my back? And they're like, mm, I mean. Is it talking to them? I yeah. Okay. Well, is that their second mistake then? Is that they're talking to a horse and not thinking it's weird? I mean, probably. And then its back starts to stretch and they're like, well, this is pretty cool. And they get on it. Ugh. Kelpies. So I guess we're going we're gonna to close the book on Kelpies. Kelpies are done. They're not real. Unless you've had an experience with a mysterious horse approaching you at the uh, in Scotland. I mean, if you have one of those stories, please tell me. I want it to be real. I mean, I don't, but I do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let us know if you're a recovering horse girl. Uh, actually, don't let us know that. I feel like you probably stopped listening after you were shamed so horribly <laughs> hey, throughout this entire episode. I was horse girl adjacent. Okay. Close enough. Horse girls. <laughs> Anyways. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do any plugs or anything or you just want to chop it? Uh, Maybe I'll do a Kelpie pin. <laughs> what is it going to look like? There's your plug. It's going to be just creepy looking. It's going to have like seaweed in its mane. And it's going to say, I'm not a horse girl at the bottom. Just so that way people are like, oh, it's a Kelpie. It's not that you're just a horse girl. I see. You can say like, I'm not your horse girl. And it'll be like winking. Yeah, I'm not your horse girl. That's good. That's a good, good pin idea. Or just not your horse girl. Not, yes. Not your horse horse girl. girl. TM. That's perfect. Okay. Well. This one just tell people where to find us. Yep, you can find us on Podbean, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, 
uh, at Ghost Emoji. You can find us on Twitter uh, at Ghost Emoji Show. Yeah. Download it. Tell your friends about it. Review us on iTunes. Anything you can do to spread the good word that we are telling excellent spooky stories and uh, reviewing spooky movies and keeping people safe from water demons. Yeah. I mean, we're doing you a favor. So if you could do us a favor, that would be super. The more you know. Mm hmm. Yep. About horse demons. That's what I'm here for. Well, that's going to do it for us for, for Kelpies. So until next week, stay spooky. Brr. <laughs> <sighs> Bye.